0: He has his own podcast. <laughs> what is the job? Get my shit together.: Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for <laughs> Almighty St. Patrick's Day 2023. You amateurs. going to go out and show that you cannot hold your booze. I get it. I've been you, sometimes I am you, but St. Patrick's Day is for the week. Anyway, I'm Irish. Hope you had a great week and are looking forward to a big weekend. Uh, I have shows tonight in wherever I said on the last podcast. It is Gainesville. Gainesville, Georgia is the place where I'm going to be tonight. Come out and say hello. I'm closing that show at... I can't remember the name of the place. And this is just good. But you know what? Who cares about the plugs? And then Saturday I have two shows in Jefferson, Georgia uh that I mentioned the other day. I could find those and I will and I'll put them on Instagram and I appreciate you joining. Guess what I'm doing? For the second time in how many months? 6 months, I am riding home from an out of town stand up comedy <laughs> enterprise with fucking Paul Allengers about to drive us off the road. <laughs> God damn Uh, Paul and I are driving back from Elegy, Georgia to the city of Atlanta and uh, we had a time of it. Did did we? Did you have a good time? I willed myself to having
1: a good time.
0: What does that mean, comic, that you willed yourself? You know Paul Hollinger is the host of the popular Financial Matters Lifestyle and
1: uh, Personal Fulfillment.
0: Personal Fulfillment Podcast called Crazy money Correct He is a Internationally touring Headlining comic Who tonight Was closing out the show In Ellijay, Georgia Which is An hour and a half North of the city of Atlanta Correct Roughly Yes In what I found out Was Gilmer County Because some fucking Redneck was screaming it at me 45 seconds into my set (laughs) (laughs) And I hadn't even talked shit about him Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about our sets that's, that's, Let's talk about sets, baby let's talk That's about already sets, a baby. podcast Let's talk
1: about you and
0: me It's a podcast that already exists Where people talk about their sets But we actually did sets tonight And Paul said it didn't look like I had a good time on stage, is that right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, did you have a good time?
0: I had a time I, I did not uh, exceedingly enjoy myself But the, the, the stubborn... Irish asshole part of me enjoyed what I was doing and
1: you got an applause break at the very end of your set like you closed out they would have stood up if you would have been the closing comedian
0: If I did, I did get an applause break with the very last joke I did and that's really just a function of great joke writing and, <laughs> and really understanding
1: the audience you're in front of
0: and and you know fuck the audience I didn't really have much time for them
1: tonight and you could say the feeling is mutual <laughs> okay it started early what do you think what happened when you got somebody 45 seconds in your set talking shit
0: well let's see well I told him to go back to sleep because he was asleep shortly <laughs> before that I had at 8.15 at 8.15 it's a long night in Gilmer and for those people who listen to the podcast, you know I am an equal opportunity offender. I talk shit about my own group of people as much as I talk shit about any other group of people. I think. I believe that. I think that's the case. I hadn't even gotten to say anything political when these yahoos just looked at me and started yelling out Gilmer County as if they were in Duval, Florida, for fuck's sake. It's Gilmer County. J. I, I hadn't even gotten into any political material, and...
1: You have, so what you started with jokes about... You, you did start with something political, didn't you? But it was political
0: without a stance. So I started with a bit... It's just like a... It's sort of like a... It's like a little check swing of a joke, or like a sacrifice bunt to get to the next...
1: But some people don't listen, especially people who are asleep five minutes earlier. If you try to offer them nuance on any political issue, they're just... They're going to hear what they want to hear, right?
0: If you think there was any nuance in my set tonight, you also were not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yes. I so I started with a bit about a creepy guy in my neighborhood who put up Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock signs. And the joke is not exactly the opposite of low-hanging fruit. I said, so when he did that, all the liberals and Democrats in my neighborhood were like, he's not such a bad guy. I'm not gonna have him babysit, but you know, right. he thinks about—he's inclusive in who he offends, who he molests. I didn't say any of that, <laughs> and then I said all the Republicans were like, "I knew that that pedophile was a Democrat, or something like that." And for some reason, there, there's there's no right or wrong. There's no God. You are really scaring me the way you drive,
1: dude. I'm in the lane. I'm just trying to. I, it's dark. It's it's hey. It's wild out here. It's a wicked dark. It's wild. We're now in the wilds of LJ. We're in suburban
0: LJ now. Uh, so 45 seconds in, then what happened? Uh,
1: I think they thought you were either making fun of them or... Or actually a liberal <laughs> Or both Well you know the thing is I'm
0: both of those things <laughs> But they are such pussies and, and I told them that They Nobody wants to Nobody can laugh at themselves And that's the problem With this goddamn country Nobody can laugh at themselves
1: This is true
0: And I have a 10 minute chunk making fun of my own people in the middle of the set and I hadn't what I don't do Paul is I don't ask them to like me right up front which (laughs) might not be good stand up comedy but I'm hard headed So you
1: did stick to your guns I'll say that
0: and you know what they laughed as I told them despite themselves like that that, that's what's very satisfying not all of them no no not, not, not all of them and not all very importantly not all the time um, you had a better, you had a better go of it.
1: Well, I wasn't trying to take any risks. I, I know when I'm in front of middle-aged white people, they're gonna laugh at my parenting <clears throat> Rogaine jokes. It's just, I mean, and I wasn't trying to prove anything tonight. I, I was there to entertain, and that's what I did.
0: Well, I wasn't trying to prove anything. I'm not say anything. saying
1: you were. I'm just saying like you know, I mean other than that that I'm right. That's <laughs> <But laughs> well, the way I do the arts. That's not the, that's not the crowd to work out new material in front of. Not that you were, but I, you know, like look, you got to hit all crowds like that right between the eyes.
0: Hear that? Hear that? And I did. My very first joke got a big laugh and then the guy woke up and he got mad and then I said I didn't know I was in front of the county fucking board of supervisors in Gilmore County. It's Gilmore County, by the way. Right,
1: right. well, Um, you don't know how to pronounce my county. God dang it. The Dukes of Hazard. It was one of those crowds, and, you know,
0: honestly, more reminiscent of, like, a super liberal crowd. They were trying to think if they could or should laugh, also. Mm. That was was my experience, because they were, like, hands over mouths and... Yes, that sort of thing,
1: yeah, well, don't you think
0: I wasn't really working on new are, things?
1: I didn't say you were well, I, you do I, I mean you said like anyway, go ahead well, no, I said I took you know,
0: he's so argumentative
1: <laughs> I took you should hear the what a very like. well trod path of material oh, yeah, 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 I've been yeah, doing yeah. for four years, five years, okay, eight years, and <laughs> and uh, I didn't take any risks because the show was. Not good up until When I came on stage And I wanted to do well I didn't want to go up there and eat shit For 20 minutes
0: How would you have eaten shit for 20 minutes What? And I'm, I'm asking you this for the sake of entertainment But I'm also curious to know how your mind was working What was the alternate course of action You would or could have taken To potentially eat shit And have the whole show be a wreck Did you, did you have do like Do
1: material that you know, sometimes works and sometimes doesn't work. Run this fucking light. No thanks. We're going to get home safe and sound, Joey. All right. Um, you know, I, look, I just did the parenting stuff. the Just the stuff you know is going to work in front of a, you know, middle-aged, older audience. I don't really do political stuff, so it wasn't like... Wasn't like I was gonna offend them with my right so radical point of view. But there's some stuff about like you mean like your pro child labor yes like pro child labor. You know, look, the, there were there you were. By po- the way, po-
0: podcast audience, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull away and let him just keep talking for a second. <laughs> As an aside, you know how much it gets on me tits when people say look or listen. Oh,
1: my God. Did I say look? I said
0: look. He, he said it three different times on this podcast already. Ah. And and remember what that means when people say look or listen. Or let me tell you something. It means just very subtly and, and operates at a level of semi-consciousness. I think I'm better than you, and I need to bring you into the first world which is not an expression that's really au courant these days. I need to bring you into the modern world. The Western world. With this. The <laughs> Certainly not world. the Western world. Well, listen. It's either, you know... Listen. So, listen to me. So, it's just not... Uh, it's not something I'm interested in as someone condescending me by saying, Hey, come, come sit on my knee. Let me, me... look. Let me. let Don't me you tell talk. you.
1: Don't you condescend to me, motherfucker.
0: And, uh, you know, Paul does that. He did it all the way up here. And... Uh, we won't go into who was involved But very I don't want to say childishly But wisely we played A game of F Mary Kill on the way up <laughs> And I'll tell you about that some other time <laughs> Because there's no way to get into it Without talking about Clearly one of the people we had involved Was Madeline Albright <laughs> And anyway obviously, all right, so, obviously that's an F Alright so look Paul Look. Tell, tell the podcast audience What your your decision tree was you didn't you didn't have like an alternate chunk of super provocative material that you could have tanked your set right? Well,
1: no, I mean there's there are things that
0: and by the way, crowd, I don't either.
1: The there's there's bits I have about having made money at Facebook that I would not have done there. There's bits about uh, couples therapy that gets a little racy and. It, it either works really well or it dies mm. And i wasn't going to take that chance i see because the crowd wasn't interested and they, they were not they were not inclined by the time i got on stage they weren't is that that was they were gonna get the no <laughs> the, I, the benefit of the doubt was not headed toward the stage by the time i got there
0: Wow, what a diplomatic way of saying That the comics that went before him Did not do very well That's a great way to put it The crowd was not inclined to show goodwill Or extend benefit out to the And you know what, that matters And that matters to the, to the stage So But I was not before you I was three com- There were a total of one, two, three, four Five comics on the show I went second So whatever mess I made of it <laughs> and by the way, audience, I'm sure you'll note that snowball, I did... snowball. I did close with an applause break. You did. An appall break. An applause break. Um, all right, what else? What else did you see? So, yeah, I did notice that you started with... And that's wise to do in accomplishing what you wanted to accomplish, have them like you, or yes. at least not uh, turn you away as another one of those motherfuckers like me. Yeah. Uh, you started with a fair amount of like self-deprecating material, is that right? Correct. Okay, was that intentional? Yes.
1: What are you, it is, what are you trying to do there? I'm trying to show this crowd in Elegy, Georgia, that I don't think I'm... Well, I mean, I do think I'm a super smart, sophisticated person. I'm, is that another way of saying you think you're better than them? No, well, I think that that crowd is... On alert for comics from Atlanta coming up and telling them how much smarter they are than than the the crowd and that they're not sophisticated and that they're not they're not enlightened. I just I just think you have to be conscious of that and, and absolutely and I think that was the vibe that the crowd got.
0: I don't know where the crowd got that. The crowd didn't get it from me. Well, the crowd got the problem. Com- is the, the crowd cr- got combat from me.
1: The crowd, but there's that, nothing. That, in... that lineup would work in Midtown Atlanta, but not in LHA, Georgia. It's just it's just like
0: there is not one. And here's here's what I want to. And here's why I, if it sounds defensive, I want I want it to sound that way. The way my act is the way it is. Is there is not one word in it that conveys I think I'm better than the crowd. And... Why did the crowd... What did the crowd perceive in you? The, well, the crowd fills in because they're fucking pussies. They fill... No, I'm, I mean, I'm kidding, but they are also... they They engage in what they deny, right? All sort of polarized crowds. And by the way, I've ripped in front of redneck rooms before... Uh, not tonight. <laughs> but, uh, they, they hear what they want to hear. Correct. And correct. that's that's up to them. Oh. I, I'm not going to make them hear... I mean, I've written the jokes pretty well.
1: You write good jokes. No, but I, What's the goal in that situation? Like, what should the goal for...
0: What, what should the, the goal is to get them to laugh at themselves as they do everybody else. And also, I never said anything. They're just... Like we're talking about, it's 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 their fault. <laughs> it's the, well, it's, it's, both, it's Always the crowd. It's never the crowd. Uh, but I'm I'm not going to cave, right? I'm not going to start doing dumb shit. You so, did not
1: pander at all.
0: I don't have. I don't know that I have pandery material. Is this no, now I, it's sounding I self-righteous? Mean, I, don't, I don't
1: even mean the material. I just mean in no way did you did you change your point of view. Or try to win them over by being by pandering. By pandering. And so, well, that to your was credit clear. You
0: know, it was to not your credit.
1: Well, to your credit, there was like thirty percent of the crowd that that liked you and was laughing, but the overall vibe did not bring them together. And there were some shitty people in that crowd who left three comics in. I mean, there was probably what 40 people in the crowd and 12 left with by the third comic is that fourth, 12 third, comics not 12 no, people 12 people in the crowd oh, i think
0: there are when you went on
1: there were only no tw- before before like the third or fourth the, the third comic 12 people in that room had left out of 40
0: well all i know is no one left during my set and when that guy that I mixed it up with did leave, mm-hmm. his lady friend turned around, pointed at me, and gave me thumbs up and a big smile, and <laughs> flashed some incredibly aged breasts at me. Dry as the guy said dry aged in a cask. Ah. 90 days. It uh I don't like Here's what I don't like, and here's what makes me combative and stick to my guns. When I feel like they don't give me a fucking chance, and then then I'm gonna dig in, and then as I did for the first few minutes, attack them. I don't know if I attacked them, but usually need... the dogmatism in this country across the spectrum. You're just such babies. I think that's why what I, what I use that one. Yeah, something. let's
1: open with dogmatism in Elijah
0: Jordan. I never said the word dogmatism. <laughs> See how judgmental Paul is talking about? Like nobody in Elijah. You have no idea. Knows no what idea. the word dogmatism means? My uh, conservative listener out there, uh, MAGA man, you would have loved this. You would have loved me seeing eat my ass, and I didn't. You know what's interesting? I felt like I bombed, but I don't think it was really a bomb. But, it, you know, as I've said numerous times, if it doesn't... Was it a bomb? It
1: wasn't one of your better sets. No, I know, but
0: it's just... I'm, I, I feel like I'm at that place. If I don't crush, I feel like it's a bomb. Right. Yeah, you know? sure. Uh you did not crush. No, 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 I know. But I did get an applause break. Let's let's restate that for the record here. <laughs> uh, it's just a weird thing that gets... And, and the uh, Maga Man who listens knows, because I talk about it on the show, it just... It drives me crazy when when groups of people on opposite ends of the spectrum, right, who are so averse to being judged, so averse to being uh, simplified, reduced to their uh, to a stereotypical image, do the same thing to everybody else, and that's what I picked up on there when I hadn't aside from like. Having a, you know, a $40 haircut and a leather jacket, I hadn't done anything to say anything political.
1: That must be why they liked me, because I have a $12 well, cause, haircut. Because
0: you don't have any hair. <laughs> Is why. Because you asked them to like you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: Any other takeaways from the show? And feel free to offer me more. Uh, uh, takeaways <laughs> from your set or from the show? Both. Either. you can. I'm... I'm and the crowd would love the audience would love to hear critical insights into my set as well but either either is fun
1: Uh, the show well the room was not set up well It's like a recurring theme on these podcasts when we talk the room was not set up for success there were people there half the room was empty on the side it wasn't like if the back half of the room is empty and the front half of the room is full that's good but if but if the room is split, going away from the stage, perpendicular to the stage, and the, everything on the left from the stage is empty, and everything on the right is full, that's a weird energy in the room. Yeah, it was like almost like a strip people. Yeah, it was people. bizarre. And there's all, it, and the, the stage was eight feet from the first table. I never stood on the stage. That was probably a good idea.
0: Or not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a close-up. Yeah, the the if you think of a if you can think of a piano and you think of where the D key is, that would be like the audience in the D. But then the D flat and the D sharp is where there are no people. So it's like I have a no idea what you're talking about. I know but people who listen to podcasts are you they know. They all play piano. They are piano players.
1: Ah, uh, high piano players. So. Okay, so that was so the, room, the structure of the room. The, the, yeah. the structure of the room matters significantly to the success of a comedy show.
0: Especially when it's done in a place where it's like a
1: restaurant bar. Right. And so people are eating steak in front of USO. you. USO. <laughs> right. It, it just it just was the the structure of the room needs work. Okay. I and um, Carpenter doesn't blame his tools.
0: You had a good set. So so that wasn't the room. Well, was room wasn't the whole story. Of course, by the way, you got to play to the comedy fans in the room. The comedy fans? I'm going to turn my bad set into an attack on Paul's good set. Because what I helped do, and this is what Limerick will do for you, I helped weed out the undesirables. What what did Hillary Clinton call them? Deplorables. What a dumb fucking move
1: that was. Well, it didn't work out terribly well for it, did it? No, it didn't. Or us, for that matter. Yeah, well, maybe Bernie should have been the candidate. He should have, but the Democrats fucking
0: the, the, I know ma- it's the machine. The man. machine, the machine. <laughs> All right, so the room what, what, yeah, so you got to play to the hot 12. <laughs> so hot now, 12. audience, think about this. We said that 30 percent of the crowd liked me, and if there were 40 people in the room, right, that's 12 people. Out of 40 that liked me yeah, And those are just the same 12 That were stuck around when you went out So it sounded like you did better Than you actually did oh, okay. <laughs> You didn't okay. have to play to the worst you
1: weeded out the people Who were offended
0: Yeah, I love, by the way And everybody who listens to the podcast Including my MAGA listeners They know where I stand But they also know I don't think I'm fucking better than them What I do drive me crazy You fucking tough, bleed the country military gun up your ass, I think you are such pussies when you just cry as soon as somebody says one word you disagree with. Just like you think all liberals are soft. I fucking get it. But when you're representing the macho side of things, kind of toughen up and just laugh. You have the guns, you have the money, you have the institutions. Stop being fucking babies. Alright, go ahead. What What were we talking about? I don't know, this became a different this is yeah, uh, he just went all a little rant. <laughs> That was not a little They right. were in
1: Canton, Georgia. Alright. Home of uh, Connor Bentley. Connor Bentley. And maybe Who
0: and maybe even Will Foskey. Fosky.
1: Alright, what else? What else did you see in the in the show? Okay, the structure of the room wasn't good. No. A lot of baseball caps in the room. That's never fine. a never a good sign. Uh, when somebody's eating dinner and wearing a hat. In a showroom. Uh, What else? In my home, we sit for dinner every night together. And we thank Jesus for our meal.
0: No, we have a song that I think she got at school that goes, We are thankful, we are thankful for this food, for For this food, and for one another, and for one another, gathered here, gathered here. Oh, that's nice. We love our bread, we love our butter, but most of all, we love love our mother. No, our love dads... too. mother. We love each other. Your mother. Love each other. Bon appetit. Now you may eat napkins in our laps, plates to our tummies. <laughs>
1: that, that ending doesn't sound... She's a toddler, dude. That's what no. they say at
0: school. Put the napkin in your lap and your plate to your tummy. Right. Because otherwise they just
1: eat over an open trench and yeah. food goes everywhere. Uh, I would like to... I think you should rewrite that with, like... Like some subtle political uh, references in there, some indoctrination. Okay. Next. Next. Well, I think you gotta. I think you gotta know if you're booking a show, you have to know. You have to anticipate what the crowd's gonna be like. Sure. And you know, you should. You know, you know the comics. You know their material, and you know what should work in certain markets. And uh, didn't have, I, didn't I, have that tonight. Should I be taking this personally? No, no. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I'm I know just, you don't want to talk shit about other people.
1: No, I'm not talking about. I'm not saying comics don't have jokes. I'm just saying, like, I know what you're saying. If you're if you're if if you're going to book shows in L J Georgia, you know, don't expect to have the wokest crowd in the world. And period. End of story.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone expects Georgia, let alone L.A.J. Georgia. Yeah. So... Did you hear me tell them that compared to some places that I've played in Georgia... Like New York City? L.A.J. was like Manhattan. Yeah, that was good. Except L.A.J.'s gayer. (laughs) (laughs) And they really got mad at that. (laughs) I told the crowd, actually, you may have heard that, because the person who booked me on it said... uh, Sarcastic, derisively. I don't know. I have to also misuse three words. Derisively is good. Uh, on each podcast, where I say, I'm not sure what that exactly means, but when he booked me, he he said, "Oh, they're gonna love you. Like you're an asshole, and so are they." You know, that's kind of like the vibe I got from him. Right. And I told the crowd that, and I said he you was dead laugh. wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta laugh. Then. Yes, I mean you have to just speak to the truth of the room. I thought when you addressed, I, th- I thought the way you addressed the situation was positive. Sometimes people would go like, "Oh, I'm bombing up here. You guys hate me," and it just takes it down a notch further. Uh, I thought you addressed it without without uh, doing that. I thought the way you addressed it was like was positive. Are you can edit out this long pause. No, I'm
0: just thinking of like, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what I did. Well, it was
1: shit like that that you said.
0: Oh. That was. That's self deprecating, and that also feels like a cheap shot from me in that moment, but it is, and it was the truth of it. Well, exactly, but it, was it was funny, the fun... and they laughed at it, yeah.
1: but sometimes. They... <laughs> Which is
0: more than they did for other parts of my set. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's the usual things that make a good comedy show the comics and the room. And if you have those things It doesn't matter really What the audience is I don't think
1: Well you can have a bad show With good comics You can have a good show With bad comics I think can it's you? Yeah I think it's you know, Wait what you say? A, there's an old expression You can make uh, Bad wine with good grapes But you can't make Good wine with bad grapes So the question is You can have a bad show With good comics And I think but, it's hard to do that But I think you can But you can also have a can you have a good show with bad comics? How do you define good show? Well, if the crowd laughs and leaves happy, is that a good show? No. Even, even if the comedy was low brow and terrible? As former
0: Chief Justice Earl Warren said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> In Brown versus the Board of Education.
0: Uh, that was not he. he that, said, that wasn't Earl Warren? That I don't wasn't know. The I Warren thought court. that was good marshal who was taking it to the court. Uh, there are a lot of cops out here. You guys, well, they love the cop. This is also, listeners know sometimes. I love I, the
1: blue. I back the blue. I
0: know you do. I know you do. Uh, I was gonna. T- I I was gonna tell them that. Uh, anyway. So the show was, what?
1: You know what the show is. A worth? learning experience. For whom? All of us. I did, I learned nothing. You learned. I don't believe that. You
0: you hear how willful I was in saying like. What an adolescent mentality. Isn't that bizarre? I I learned nothing. (laughs) I think
1: think every time you go on stage and you get presented with a different situation, you learn something, even if you don't realize it in that moment. Could you say that more softly to a podcast we're recording while we're driving 80 miles an hour? I think every time you go on stage, you learn something. And, And you learn the most when things don't go well.
0: The proteins in your brain reorganize. And yeah, you have new associations. I have an elaborated association for stand-up comedy after Ella J. Georgia this night.
1: This fine evening, this free, this St. Patrick's Day Eve.
0: Again, this might sound adolescent also, but I'm not sure I would have done anything different. I'm not going to edit out this long pause I don't think I would have done anything different Maybe done more time (laughs) I think I probably did close to 25 You did do a long set
1: Believe me, it felt like it too Oh yeah Um, I think I just did 20 I wasn't trying to push it
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Any other takeaways from this trip to Ella J Stand-up comedy at all? Uh, Big
1: things coming up in your life. I know you have some things coming up. Uh, Charity thing tomorrow night, birthday, private birthday party thing, Saturday night, laughing skull on Sunday. I'm going to be in Charlotte, Chicago, Columbus, Fort Walton, biatch at the block. I'm going back to the blog. Who are you taking? I'm featuring. Oh, my from God. Paul Farabar. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right.
0: From uh, Chicago. So you're at the Laughing Skull on Sunday? Correct. You know that there's a show happening at the Laughing Skull at 5 o'clock on Sunday? Is it What's Your Problem? It is What's Your Problem. Oh, I know. Who books that? I do, and unfortunately,
1: (laughs) okay, here we
0: go. We're, uh, as they say in the investment community, we're oversubscribed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So Sunday at five o'clock, it's the. What's your problem? Redux, is that word? I use that word correctly. R e d u x. Uh, Does that mean second? Uh, or like again or repeat or running uh, it back yeah. All right. If you're listening to this You're just blowing your brains out And I understand that But sometimes <laughs> suicide is the answer It never is It never is and you know that Because you listen to this podcast Which is a comedy Military history Slash USA hypocrisy Slash self help podcast And I'm grateful for that Suicide is not the answer we need you. If you're listening to this, there are like-minded people in the world. Because other people listen to it. And they m- might be fucked up in the head like you are, and clearly like I am. And certainly like these dumb motherfuckers. In L- <laughs> I'm kidding. The people are very sweet in LAJ. Uh I did have one of the more insulting things happen to me after I got off stage. And you gotta really... Should we say one more time? I got a standing applause... Not standing. I got an applause... Sitting, break, sitting applause break... Applause break. After having a pretty legitimate, legitimate applause break, thank you. After having a pretty rocky set, and it was just enough of a hearty applause that I didn't that I put the microphone back in the stand. and did not say go fuck yourselves, <laughs> because sometimes, or I used to uh, years ago, that was one of my closers. <laughs> fuck you too, um, but that's on me.
1: Do you have anger you haven't processed? Probably Sure Sure,
0: absolutely Do you? I mean, never mind I didn't mean I asked you. I know
1: Disappointment <laughs> uh, regret I think regret And fear
0: What, you want to talk about that? Really sure. get them to fall asleep? What are your Speaking of disappointments I was talking with a friend of mine the other day Not Paul Not on the car ride up here But with a different friend We were playing this game F. Mary Kill You know It was not my idea The other person wanted to play it And the names came up in F. Mary Kill. And I said, well, that's an obvious one. Like, my wife said. I told you I played it with her one time. And uh, I said, okay, sweetheart. F. Mary Kill. Dracula. And she goes, Mary Dracula. I didn't even get the second one out. (laughs) I was like, you kind of (laughs) did. I like to stay up late and suck your blood. Take your life from you. Um, So anyway, my buddy and I... Like, fucking morons. But just, like, in a gentle banter that happened. There was a game of F, Mary kill. And this guy said... he was, like, the third or fourth person participating in it. He said, uh... Oh, yeah, well... You'd F her because you know she wouldn't leave you disappointed. <laughs> Which was, like, the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because Boy, that
1: guy's a moron. It's not
0: you. It was the other guy the oh, other day. the other guy, yeah. That uh, because I'm a man. Like, how... What sort of man, what kind of asshole do you have to be to be disappointed sex? Like, you just had sex. She let you have sex with her, and you, you can't be disappointed. Because you know what your batting average, if you're having sex as a man, is? One thousand percent. It's its ridiculous. The idea, and he's like, oh, she wouldn't leave you disappointed. Dude, of course she wouldn't. Nor does a horse leave some weird dude disappointed, you know? He gets it done. I'm not sure what that means. I heard a stand-up comic the other night talking all about bestiality, so I have new insights into it. Uh, all right, so this Sunday, 5 p.m. I told you, men's sexual gratification is so guaranteed. When it doesn't happen, there's a medical condition. Correct. Paul. Correct. Blue balls. Blue balls. Can you imagine? Uh,
1: Dermatitis. What is it called?
0: Epididymal hypertension.
1: That's how you with the multi-syllabic compound words.
0: Thank you. I tried to write a joke about blue balls, but I didn't really care about it because it sounds signally and like I'm trying to empty the blue balls out into the field. Anyway, what is your what is it? Fear and regret. Let's talk about that for. Uh, let's see. I can't. Seconds. I can't go too long here. We have eight minutes left on the podcast. Okay. I can't run much further than forty-five right. minutes because, as you know, Ellen C is headed home from her commute and. Uh, she, it's really not fair to make her sit in her driveway and just have no breathers the whole time while she's waiting. To oh,
1: back. right, driveway moments. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fear and regret. Go ahead. Ask me a question, counselor. What, what are you, you said you have
0: regret and fear. So, uh, what is, what is your what does
1: that mean? Translate that. For I think fear. I was very scared as a child. I think that fear was. Uh, I was afraid of messing up, I was afraid of war, I was afraid we are going to go broke, I was afraid I was going to go to hell, Uh, yeah, that's, anyway, that was sort of the, sometimes
0: suicide is the best option,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've made it 53 and 11 and a half, 12 years, I'm going to do my best to keep it above ground, as long as I can, do you?
0: I don't I mean I'm sure people want it to like from what and we can presume I, Catholicism, Catholicism. Catholicism religion, yeah, yeah for sure so how do you how do you I, undoubtedly it still impacts you today how, yes. do you, how do you navigate it or transcend it or grab it by the lapels and say because on this podcast and this is candid it's a yeah. self-help podcast yeah. as well yeah. we have a phrase let's go fuck all that noise the best you can yeah and I'm not being prescriptive I'm asking a question but we have on this podcast let's go surround yourself with people who make you feel most like yourself right do things that make you feel most like yourself do not get distracted by the errata of life and pulled into places you don't give a shit about and then that not giving a shit about the place where you're spending time causes you to feel worse about the place that you're not
1: spending time, right? So anyway, how do you navigate I, and transcend it? Let's go! I, oh, let's go. Uh, how do you, yeah, yeah. yeah. I write, I do stand-up comedy. I do exactly what I want to do on my terms. That's how I do it. Do and, you
0: find that to be effective because you said it very strongly like you were trying to sell it to me? That's
1: just me being honest. Is that right? Okay. It sounded just a little strong, like... like well, no, I think that the reason I. I do, have a I big think, dick. Like that. My dick is fine. It's not nothing to brag about. Uh, it's adequate. The. No, I really think that, like. I, I Maybe. Maybe. Maybe there's a little bit of me doing stand up, which is saying, like, I'm not going to play by the rules. I'm going to do things. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to do it my way. And I'm not going to be a corporate stooge. And stay on message, and deal with insincere, hypocritical pieces of shit that exist in the corporate world. And so that's how I deal with it. I do it. I do it the way I want to do it.
0: Quite selfishly and narcissistically, when you were talking about, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm literally translating what you're describing to be your life's. Navigations into my set tonight because <laughs> okay. there was somebody who was gonna say what he wanted to say, didn't give a shit about messaging,
1: yeah,
0: and was dealing with the fucking schmucks who all think the same. And I'm right. oversimplifying, of course, right. and making a joke. Uh, do you? So, what do you find most fulfilling? Like in in a in a we're at a time of life where you hear about so and so had a heart attack and, and kids and, and all these things. Yeah, yeah. How do you? Can because you're and I I don't I mean I know you fairly well but I don't want to speak for you I feel like you're still
1: shaking off the residue of all the Catholicism and all that oh without question so, there's no sh- there's no shaking it off is that true oh my god no I mean dude you're baked by the time you're eight years old That's you know so and you spend crazy. the rest of your life trying to process you know the shit that the shit that you've been indoctrinated with and I don't know what I've done to my kids but there's shit they're gonna have to go to therapy about that I did that I don't even know and I've got a great re- I think I have a great relationship with my kids now you might want to check in on them they're growing up in a in a relatively uh, peaceful home
0: I did this for you
1: <laughs> <laughs> look how big your house is <laughs> don't you realize this? how lucky you. don't you doesn't this make you happy <laughs> Well, clearly, you're...
0: Doing, well, if, I guess. if
1: parents feel like they're martyrs, you know, and I don't care how nice the, you know, the, the lifestyle is or perceived placidity of the marriages. Well, Whoa, placidity? Yeah, I got, like, perceived placidity. Have you ever seen you know? that movie
0: Lake Placid starring Betty White? <laughs> starring Betty White? <laughs> I think she was in it. It was I like don't... some big sea monster in a lake. Anyway.
1: No. Uh, go ahead. Anyway, so I don't think you ever shake off you know, the, the shit that happens to you while you're still being formed organically and then, you know, then you start dating and then you have all these tragic rejections and, you know, that stays with you regardless. We're all wanting, we're all trying to get back to feel better about who we were as kids and teenagers. I think see when I certain, do you, when, I do you
0: when do you in all seriousness and by the way this is this really dovetails with what the listeners and I have been discussing on the podcast lately is the residual impact of uh, religion and yeah and how uh, I have I didn't even grow up religiously but I have issues from my parents who grew up Catholic mm. right and I, I was trying to run a bit the other day on the podcast about there's a church near my house that Right next to the church says church counseling, which is like putting the cure next to the cause. Like absolutely brilliant. Oh, listen. Maybe, oh I just said listen. See, this is but what I was gonna get because at a narcissist. What, what I was going to ask about was is there at all a time on the in the spirit of let's go fuck these people? Fuck anyone who doesn't want me to win, and by win I just mean sane and in equilibrium and embraced and washed in love.
1: That you can just say fuck all that and and rest control of it. I th- well, religion is all about control. You know, they 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 tell you you have an obligation, and the reason you have an obligation is because you were born with original sin. You, you we die. What does that mean? Oh, it, it means you're flawed. It means that you what, are from the drop because of Adam and Eve. You have original sin, and you are flawed. and And the Catholic Church is the only organization that diagnoses this condition. And guess what, Joe? They're also the only organization that sells the cure. That's what I'm talking about. There's church counseling. Oh, wow! What a coincidence that is. Uh, maybe and my so jokes hack. You're being told from the very first day of of catechism. You are flawed you need the church because without it you will go to hell because you are an evil person and that fucks you up psych fucked me up psychologically and you're and then when you're 12 and you're masturbating you're doing exactly the thing that your god created like body showed, you how, that showed <laughs> you how to do your uh, priest showed you how to do less
0: less you took you longer Go ahead. Yes,
1: I guess. Uh, no, I just think it's it's just that you you are filled with shame and guilt over a thing that is 100% natural. If there was a God, he would have created your body to do exactly that. It's like, I imagine it's like a mini version of of what, especially 40 years ago, gay kids went through when they were shamed about who they were because of the instincts God put in their in their identity and it's just and it's all just gross and it's not healthy much respect dude it's i don't
0: i can only imagine what that's like from from the drop to think you're not good enough is that right you're you're or you're you're always after being a spot you're always being judged yeah where are you God, this big therapy to, moment we're, gonna, we're going to go into the brave stadium we're ending up yeah but in from the very drop you're told like you have this like what have you done to prove yourself lately not measure up
1: and well it's why
0: just, does original sin have fuck all to do with you I don't know I'm because asking because you're
1: human and because you're being raised in the church and all all humans are flawed which I agree with. We're all flawed. We're all imperfect. Do you but it, really want to go to two eighty five East? I do. Okay. Um, all humans are flawed, and you must live by the rules of this two thousand year old organization uh, that is as deeply is as deeply corrupt as the most evil corporation any. Film director screenwriter has ever dreamed up and they're the ones telling you how you're supposed to live your life and it's just all so disgusting and so rotten to the core and there was just a point where I was like wait a minute I'm a grown-up I know what I'm looking at here I've seen this in corporate America and I see it in the church, and it's disgusting. And I'm not, I'm not participating anymore. Oh, so you,
0: so you were, you maintained your Catholic identity until or? about
1: eight years ago. Oh, no yeah. wonder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I tried to be a, I tried to be a good Catholic, and then I found myself in church saying words that I just didn't believe. Well, because it's nonsense. It's hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> As Gilbert says, and I wish I wrote this joke. Uh, I was raised Catholic. I'm not Catholic anymore because, well, I can read. Yeah, that wouldn't have gone over well tonight in Gilmer, would it? Uh, well, you know, those are probably more Protestants than they are Catholics, but anti-religious stuff. And in fact, I heard a woman during your set say, no politics or religion. Did you oh, hear
0: that? Well, yes, because I fucking shouted out, we're not having dinner. <laughs> or "Not this is not Easter or something like right, that. Right, right. Anyway. No politics
1: or religion. Go. F- this no, I don't think it would have gone over. Go out. As- religion bashing doesn't go over in conservative areas. I didn't. Anyway. I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying, no, I wouldn't have done that joke. Because I know it's not going to work. What joke? Well, let's talk about uh, Gilbert's joke. Oh, no, no, I got you. Okay. All right, so let me ask you this. And then... uh, we got to go because of the driveway moments.
0: Yeah, we're... we're, Ellen C's in the uh, red here. Um, What would those self-righteous, smug Catholic-looking people that I see at the churches, that I see priestly, what would they be saying right now? Would they just be looking like poor child, like shame? Like, what would they... And by the way, is there a Catholic intellectual? That might sound really... Yeah, absolutely there are Catholic intellectuals. So what would they be saying
1: to you right now? Would they be like, oh, you... Well, they'd be using circular logic, and they'd be saying, well, you're wrong because the Bible says this, or, Uh or you're wrong. All right,
0: anyway, that's the end of the podcast.
1: <laughs> it's just closed circle of knowledge. Right, they, 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 they take for granted the truth of their supposition and don't feel any need to prove what they believe with actual anything, oh, I, with I, anything I, provable. You don't have to convince me, dude. And so it's like you know what would they be I mean they basically they'd be saying they they'd pray for me and and all this and it's like okay, great. You know, I mean, go knock yourself out um so do you
0: you're gonna put this into your act because this is cl- something clearly you feel strongly about and I know you have some Catholic bits but it's usually just about the stuff with the priests and all that
1: uh yeah well I mean the cat the, 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 it was the clergy abuse scandal by the way it wasn't abuse it was rape it was abuse when sister Eileen hit me in sixth grade it wasn't
0: yes yes we know rape. what the word means thank you anyway.
1: Uh, but that's the kind of. Funny part... how men love to say that word. To say <laughs> <Go> ahead. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh when I said that word. It's Funny uh, how men like to laugh when they it say was, that but word. But it's that. It was. It was. It's that. It, it, it's. It, it's the jaw-dropping hypocrisy and evil that was perpetrated and protected by the Catholic Church that finally makes you go: Are you really going to deny this? Are you really going to believe this organization that has done? this incredibly evil shit. And if I were to start from scratch as a 45-year-old, and I had to decide what I'm going to believe, am I going to believe that a spaceman came to Earth and gave closeted, 50% of whom are closeted homosexuals, the opportunity to turn bread and wine into his body and blood 2,000 years later? Would I believe that? Of course not. It is every bit as ludicrous as other religions' faiths sound to Catholics. You just can't hear it because it's what your parents told you was true. And that's... Because you have the goddamn
0: communion in your ears.
1: There you go. Are you
0: going to put it in your act?
1: Well, will you write some jokes for me? Yes. What's
0: fun- The problem uh, is... It's not funny. How do you make that funny? You tell your story. And if, if you would just say... If, if you would build a bit out of you saying
1: motherfucker, I think I missed the exit. Yeah, I think you did. Well, that's because this insane construction at 400. God damn it. You
0: know why Paul's a good friend? Because he didn't blame it on this interrogation that I'm putting him through. No, it's because
1: I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> it's because, because of, I was, I was he actively was, sharing my truth. Like Mel
0: Gibson, he was passionate. <laughs> uh, so, if you were to just start with them saying I'll pray for you and you say I don't want your prayers I bet that's an applause breaking the crowd right there a lot of people would be like yeah those judgmental motherfuckers have caused me nothing but harm
1: well what the, the joke and, and I don't like laughter I like applause <laughs> the joke I've tried to say it's like when you tell somebody a religious person that you don't believe in God they say I'll pray for you and I'm like you're not listening <laughs> you don't get it it's like yeah. Somebody going like, um, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, I've got a great cheeseburger that will change your mind. It's like, no, t- I'm not interested. I don't, like, you're, you're so wrapped up in your own beliefs, you can't entertain the 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 possibility that you could be wrong. It almost sounds like that fucking audience tonight in LJ. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, uh, there's I, I would wager that there were... Quite a few religious people in that audience. It's right? one of
0: the uh, sacred cows, right? Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Why don't you? If you don't want to, but you're not going to win those people over. I know. I don't
1: want to win them no, over. No, I'm not saying I'm, I'm. We, you, I'm using. They are not going to win those people are you, over. Are you using the? I'm using they. As, I mean, the, <laughs> All the transgender comics out there aren't going to win that crowd over. One is, I like, I don't do a lot of religion in politics because it's just kind of, like, not worth it to even go there.
0: All right, well, that's a conversation for another time. That's another Totally worth it. Maybe we'll made. have
1: the opportunity to drive to Macon yeah, and back.
0: Uh, la- I think was that time I was more excited with my set, and you were less excited with your set, I in think. In Macon? I don't
1: you know. We've never done Macon together. In Columbus? You mean? I don't know. Whatever. One of those other cities in, in right. Georgia.
0: How about that? Well, you know what, Georgians? You sometimes think it's a much bigger place than it is until I have to point out that California has like 39 cities bigger than your second largest city, okay?
1: That's pretty impressive. If California was its own economy, it'd be the sixth largest economy in the world. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Insight Global. What do I know about that?
0: Uh, I know something about that. Maybe Paul is giving us a tour of uh, areas nowhere near our homes. All right, well, thank you for sharing that. I look forward to the next time we do this uh, recording together that you'll have worked through some of your deep, 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 deep rage that is causing you to speed through this industrial park. Where are you taking me from? I'm hoping to go back to Peachtree Dunwoody. Aren't we all? Okay, well, you want to... Oh, my God. All right, well, thank yeah, you for listening. It's a... <laughs> We're trying to get home. It's 11.15 p.m., uh, have a great weekend. Surround yourself with the people that make you feel most like yourselves. Let's go. Let's go, to people. It's easy. It's easy in theory. It's hard to execute. I empathize. Uh, but have a great weekend and come to see uh, What's Your Problem Sunday at 5 o'clock? tomorrow. Uh, Sunday at 5 o'clock, The Laughing Skull. And stick around and see Paul Allinger tell some jokes that night. All right. Have a great weekend. Paul, you want to say goodbye? Goodbye, everybody.